0: Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on Learning with Lindo. I hope that you find this insightful and informative, just like the previous episodes. Well, that's if you did find them insightful and informative. But if not, then I hope this one is the one for you. So story time. A few years ago, I had been spending a lot of time with my younger cousin. And in that time, I picked up a few behaviors in him that were atypical. So he was super energetic. He was literally bouncing off the walls, constantly on the go and seemingly unaware of any risks. So he would run into walls, he would jump, he would climb, you name it. He did it. He did anything but sit still. He also had a problem paying attention and if he focused on one thing, he wouldn't notice or see or hear anything else. If he was watching TV and you gave him food, he wouldn't eat until you switched off the TV. So at some point, I resorted to feeding him. So here I was feeding a four-year-old and I realized when I would do this that he would keep the food in his mouth. And had to be constantly reminded to chew. Like you would give him a spoon, leave, go to the wherever you went to come back, and it'd still have the food in his mouth. And be like, "Hey, chew!" And then he would chew. So, any neurotypical person can chew and watch TV at the same time, but he really struggled with that. There were other symptoms that I picked up, so I asked my uncle, who's his dad, if his school had picked up any differences in his development and. Um, his development and behavior in class my uncle said no, nope. his report card says he's doing extremely well and i let it be but the symptoms persisted and because i had been working for children who had so many other learning disorders or behavior disorders i knew that something was up fast forward three years later in primary school The teachers are complaining, they're complaining that he struggles to stay focused, he struggles to finish tasks and has difficulty writing amongst other symptoms. So we took him to an educational psychologist for an an assessment. The results came back and just like i had suspected three years ago, he is diagnosed with ADHD. So, what is ADHD? ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It is a medical condition. A person with ADHD has differences in brain development and their brain activity that affects their attention, their ability to sit still, and their ability to self-control. Attention deficit hyperactive disorder is a chronic condition that affects millions of children and often continues into adulthood. It is important to note that individuals with ADHD will present with these specific problems. So they will have difficulty sustaining the attention, hyperactivity and impulsive behaviour. So you can get the attention right, but the sustenance of it to keep the attention is a difficult thing. They are hyperactive, constantly on the go, and they are also impulsive, they act before they think. Now, all kids struggle at times to pay attention. They struggle to listen and follow directions or instructions. They struggle to sit still or wait for their turn. But for kids with ADHD, the struggles are harder and they happen in everything that they have to do. Kids with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder may have signs from one two or all three of the categories that I'm about to mention. The first category is inattentiveness. Inattentiveness, kids who are inattentive get easily distracted. They have trouble focusing their attention. They have trouble concentrating and staying on task. They may not listen well to to instructions or directions. They may miss important details. So you'll tell them something, they'll go halfway to where they're supposed to go. They'll forget what were going to do or save and they'll come back and say oh by the way what did you say i should do right they may also not finish what they start they may daydream and they may also seem absent-minded or forgetful and constantly losing track of their own things The next category is hyperactivity. Kids who are hyperactive are fidgety, they are restless, and they get easily bored. They may have trouble sitting still or staying quiet when it's needed. They may rush through things and make careless mistakes. So these are the kids that um, you are doing an activity in class and they're quick to say, I'm done, done, only for you to get there. And you find that, oh, you missed this, look at this, look at that. So many careless mistakes. They also struggle to sit and be quiet and they may climb jump when they shouldn't and without meaning to they may act in ways that disrupt others the last category is impulsivity kids who are impulsive act too quickly before thinking so their brain is slower than their actions they often interrupt they might push or grab and they find it very difficult to wait for their turn or to wait for other people. They may also do th- they may also do things without asking for permission. They may take things that aren't theirs or act in ways that are risky without seeing imminent danger. They may have emotional reactions that seem too intense for the situation. The ADHD symptoms are grouped into the categories that are mentioned. So inattentive. How do you? What are the symptoms of inattentive ADHD? So, a child who is easily distracted, a child who doesn't follow directions or finish tasks, a child who always seems like they're not listening to what to what you're saying, they don't pay attention and make a lot of careless mistakes. They forget about daily activities like things that they're supposed to do every day, like brushing their teeth or how to put on their vest. Um, they also have a problem organizing daily tasks. So, these are the kids that cannot, they, they, that struggle with self regulation because self regulation requires executive function. So, they can't plan. As to say, this is what I need to do and this is how I'm going to do it. They just do things. They don't like to do things that require them sitting still. They often lose their things and they daydream a lot. The next category is hyperactive impulsive, which are kids that often squirm, they fidget, they bounce when they're sitting. These are the kids that we would give um, uh, exercise balls to sit on in class just to keep them moving steady but at the s- in the same place they struggle to stay seated, they have trouble playing quietly and trouble playing alone. So these are not kids that you're going to find doing things that require them to be in solitude or to just be quiet in a corner, they constantly want to be on the go, climbing and jumping on things. They're always on the move. So they are running, they're climbing, they're jumping, they are crawling. And this in adults and teenagers is often described as restlessness. They talk excessively, non-stop, they talk about anything and everything and will not keep quiet. They're always on the go as if they are driven by a motor and they never get tired they have trouble waiting for their turn so these are the kids that will just do something you you have them in a group especially in group settings when you have uh when you give an instruction they are the first ones to just go which could also be seen as a positive thing because they go get us. but if they're not going to be able to wait for their turn or for someone else to do something it makes it very difficult in a social aspect in the social setting they also blurt out answers in class without thinking they'll just give you an answer even before you even finish a question and they also interrupt others the last one the last grouping is a combined grouping which is a combination of some of both of the inattentive and hyperactive symptoms so if your child is diagnosed with ADHD they can be diagnosed as inattentive as hyperactive impulsive or as a combination meaning they display both symptoms What causes ADHD? At this point, it is unclear what causes the brain differences of individuals with ADHD. But there is strong evidence that ADHD is mostly inherited. Many kids who have ADHD have a parent or a relative who has it. ADHD, contrary to popular belief, is not caused by too much screen time, poor parenting or eating too much sugar. These things can exasperate. Uh, the disorder but they are definitely not the cause so it's either genetic it runs in the family sometimes it's caused by brain chemicals the brain chemicals in people with adhd may be out of balance so it's an actual biological issue also brain changes the areas of the brain that control attention are less active in children with adhd Another cause is poor nutrition, infection, smoking, drinking and substance abuse during pregnancies because all of these things are things that can affect a baby's brain development. It may also be caused by toxins such as lead because they also affect a child's brain development and or a brain injury or a brain disorder. So damage to the front part of the brain called the frontal lobe can cause problems controlling impulses and their emotions. ADHD can improve when kids get treatment. If your child gets a healthy diet, they get enough sleep and exercise and have supportive parents who know how to respond to it. So what are the treatment options or the treatment plans that are available for children with ADHD? Many symptoms of ADHD can be managed with medication and therapy. So medications such as stimulants can be can help to control hyperactive and impulsive behavior, and they improve your child's attention span. The most commonly used one, which is commonly prescribed for children, school-going children, is Ritalin. There are also stimulant medications that do not work for everyone, so people older than six may take non-stimula- non-stimulant medication. Therapy may also help because therapy focuses on changing behavior. Uh, behavior modification teaches ways to replace bad behavior with good ones psychotherapy is also important and may also help because psychotherapy is like counseling it can help someone with adhd learn better ways to handle their emotions and their frustrations it could also help improve their self-esteem and counseling may also help your family members to better understand your child or to deal with adhd how to deal with adhd You can also teach your child social skills training which can teach them behaviors such as turn taking and sharing especially for social settings because at some point your child is going to be in a setting that requires them to self-regulate to manage themselves but also to be thoughtful and kind and considerate to the people around them. There are also natural remedies like dietary supplements which have omega-3s. They have shown some benefit benefit for people who have ADHD. A few lifestyle changes that can also help your child manage their symptoms are eating a healthy diet with lots of fruits, vegetables, whole grains and lean protein, getting some exercise every day, limiting the time spent on electronic devices and getting plenty of sleep. On the issue of healthy diet, I have worked with a lot of children that have Attention Deficit deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. And one thing that parents do not realize is that the food that you give your kids actually contributes to to how uh, great their symptoms are, how minor or how major their symptoms are. So you would find some parents giving a child soda, carbonated drinks, packing sweets, packing snacks for them unhealthy snacks and so i'd always encourage a parent if you want to give your child snacks send them to school with popcorn if you want to give them something to drink water is just fine or milk and there's no reason for you to pack a lot of junk in the sandwiches a good peanut butter and jam sandwich is good enough a slice of cheese is good enough and getting plenty of sleep it is important for parents um, of children with adhd to manage this because Children with ADHD are constantly on the go. So their brain keeps going. Their hyperactivity levels just keep going. If you don't set a time or a routine that tells them that now is the time to sleep, they will not sleep and they will not get tired. Sometimes parents and teachers notice the signs of ADHD when a child is very young. But it's normal for little kids to be distractible. It's normal for kids to be restless, to be impatient or impulsive. These things don't always mean that a child has ADHD. Attention, activity and self-control develop little by little as children grow. Kids learn these skills with the help from their parents and their teachers. But some kids just don't get better at it. They don't get better at paying attention. They don't settle down. They don't get better at listening or waiting for their turn. When these things continue and begin to cause problems at school, at home, in friends and social settings, it might be ADHD. So what can you as a parent do? So you've, you've taken your child to a pediatrician, your child has been sent to an educational psychologist and now they are diagnosed with ADHD. What can you do as a parent? If your child is diagnosed with ADHD, be involved. Learn all you can about ADHD. And follow the treatment that your child's healthcare provider recommends. And keep all your recommended appointments for therapy. This is very important because you can only understand and you can only be able to explain as a parent to your child what you understand and what you have processed. So if you don't understand it, it's it will make it very difficult for you to be, ex- to be able to explain it to a child. But to also help them with what they are struggling with also give the medication that is um prescribed and give it according to the prescription if your child is taking adhd medicine always give it at the recommended time and dose this is very important and keep the medicine in a safe place um if your child has been prescribed 10 10 milligrams of ritalin Even if you give them 30 milligrams, it's not gonna solve your problem. It is important to note that when when doctors prescribe this medication, they look at so many other factors. They look at the child's routine, they look at what the child does every day. When do they need the energy? When do they need help calming down? So if your child is a school, primary school-going child, and they probably have their math and their English lessons in the morning, and their PE lessons in the afternoon, you'd have them, the doctor prescribed that the Ritalin be taken in the morning so that it calms them down and they're able to process and absorb the information that is needed first thing in the morning. And then later on in the day, as the medication wears off, that amount of energy would be needed for a PE lesson. So it is important to follow those directions and to also make it very clear to your doctor what your child's schedule is like right and um giving your child more medication than they should is only going to do more harm than good so i would advise that you do not do that at any cost and if your child misses a dose then try to give it to them as soon as possible also work with your child's school it is important for your teachers and the school to know that your child takes is on certain medication, especially if it relates to Um, ADHD because this will allow the school to make the necessary accommodations for your child because some children will need a lot of help they will need a lot of reinforcements in the classroom and they might need a scribe because they lack the focus to finish tasks they might need a scribe to write things down for them they might also just need someone who works one-on-one with them And it is important to also meet with the teachers to find out how your child is doing so that you can work together to help your child to do well. The last point, parents, you need to parent with purpose and warmth. Parenting under normal circumstances is a difficult task to navigate. So parenting a child with ADHD is going to require a lot more intention and understanding understanding that your child cannot control what they do it's not it's not something that that they are doing intentionally it is completely out of their control and if as a parent you're not going to understand that you're going to find yourself completely frustrated a lot of times and you will lash out at your child which is not good for them because they're also just trying to navigate growing up with adhd it's going to require a lot of a lot of patience from you so learn what parenting approaches are best for children with ADHD and this can make it can make things better for you, for you as a family. Talk openly and supportively about ADHD with your child so that they also understand, so that they can communicate their needs in settings where you are not there. Because ideally, your child is going to grow up into an adult and you're not always going to be there to speak for them, to say, Oh, my child has a certain disorder and this is who they are. So if a child knows themselves, they can easily, in a setting, say, Oh, this is something that i have this is something that i deal with every day and then people can treat them with a level of um kindness and and uh, acceptance so focus on your child's strengths and positive qualities in as much as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder might be classified as a disorder there are so many things so many positive things that can come out of it. Um, Kids with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder are go-getters. They see something, they're willing to take the risk, and they do it. If they fail, they fail, but it's something they've done. Those are the things that you're going to have to nurture in your child to encourage them to always go for what they think um, is best. Without treatment, children with ADHD will grow up into adults with ADHD. And this can make it hard to deal with the challenges of everyday life. So as a child, they may have trouble learning or developing social skills. As an adult, they could have problems with relationships and addiction. The disorder can also lead to certain things like mood swings, depression, low self-esteem and eating disorders, risk risk taking and having conflicts with people around you some people with uh ADHD will not finish university not because they're not smart enough or they're incapable but because they did not learn the the uh, proper management skills self management skills that allow them to plan to start tasks to finish tasks so they'll miss deadlines they won't be able to make it at work they'll decide on a business plan and not think it through and put all their eggs in one basket and lose a lot of things so these are, are things that you need to consider but it is also important to note that many people who have ADHD live happy full lives because truth is treatment helps sometimes medication and treatments that were once effective will stop working but there'll always be something that can be done. So let that be today's takeaway lesson, that there can always be something that can be done for individuals living with ADHD or any other disorder. Well, that's enough learning on Learning with Lindo for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Don't forget to share this podcast with whoever you think might need this information.